Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine, but I'm going to be honest, Will. Okay. I watched the Internals trailer. I yeah. liked the Eternals trailer. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, actually, I, I had to rewatch it today. As a matter of fact, before we we started to record, because you know I, I like the trailer. It um, you know it was very atmospheric, mm-hmm. and 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 with the visuals and you know I still haven't seen Nomadland, so I can't you know I can't like say oh yeah it was just like that scene in the movie and Chloe Zhao's direction did this that or the other, but you know but you know before a teaser. I, you know, I I was actually wondering, like, okay, now which one of these, you know, since it's an MCU film, which one of these scenes are actually going to show up in the film, and what is it? Which one is just like, uh, you know, the head fake that we got, like, for example, with Infinity War, where we had Hulk running with the Captain America in the battle on, in Wakanda, and of course that scene never showed up in the film, so <laughs> we oh. had like Battle Hulk. So I, actually, I was watching it for, you know, especially, you know, the, line out, the thing that I thought that would be that example in, in the trailer is the whole little bit of them around the dinner table talking about who could lead the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that line. I, th- this movie is, it's so funny because I think honestly, the first thought I had after watching the trailer was, we should have already seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> if 2020 had gone differently, we yep. would have <laughs> It's so weird to me. Um, we still haven't even seen Black Widow. And there's nope. something about it that even though we're starting to get movies and things are starting to go back to quote-unquote normal, it's almost like this hesitation, like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, you're totally right. It's just like, uh, you know, now that the things things are getting back to somewhat normal and restrictions are easing and, and it's like the first time we go to go to the store and it's like, and, and, and you forget your mask and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Um I don't have to wear it unless, unless I just want to. <laughs> That's kind of the feeling with films this year. So it's like, is this is this real? Like, are we really going to get this? And especially with the Eternals, I mean, it you know, when I when I saw it, and you know, and of course thinking about the storylines in it, and they talked about how they don't interfere, and then and, and, and you know, I've heard people on other podcasts and stuff like talk about, well, you know, what's what's so special about, you know, why didn't they show up during the Infinity Saga, you know, and, and stop Thanos. What, you know, what's so special about now, you know, post the 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 blip that is is why they had decided to to, to come. I so, don't know, but yeah. um, it we should be getting in in November, which is great. Um, other things that are to come in the future. Um, that I've also forgotten about because it's been a long time since we stepped foot in the Fondome. Mm-hmm. But um, don't forget, Will, in August, DC Titans will come back. Yeah, yeah. So the cast teased uh, a little uh, 
thing last week during actually during the HBO Warner Media uh, upfronts, mm-hmm. and um, and so they shared a little shared a tweet of all of them, you know, doing their thing, and at the end it's like we'll be back in August, and so uh, definitely look. I'm actually looking forward to to this se- this season. Um, you know, I thought like the second season with Deathstroke ended, you know, you know and reflecting on it was was actually pretty strong. Uh, overall, uh, especially mm-hmm. in comparison to the, the to the first season, right. um, and so so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this, and you know, I'm just the other thing I'm just looking forward to is the date when Doom Patrol returns. Yeah, yeah, D- Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol number one, Titans yeah. number like nine, but yeah. no, no, I I agree. The second season a lot better, more consistent than the first season. Yeah. Um, still need to kill that character that I don't like, but that's another story. <laughs> um, Henry Cavill is to star in the Highlander reboot. Yep. Yeah. That was, some new, you know, he's like, well, you know, if DC's moving on from me, I'll just move on from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah. But I, you know, I wonder if it's going to be like a, a, a straight up reboot where he is going to be McLeod or if, he, if it's going to be, um, um, a situation where he's he's you know playing a descendant, but there can only be one. There can only be one person. I don't know the the lineage or the legacy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know the spot to speak tonight. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, DC comic, comic. Well, she's not a DC. Ava DuVernay. The produced, and we've talked about the show before. So Na- yep. Naomi has officially been picked up for series, um, mm-hmm. which is great news. Um, unfortunately, yeah. with that pickup, Painkiller, uh, the Black Lightning spinoff, is not picked up, but it could be headed to HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. So so Naomi did get picked up. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be a mid mid season premiere. So I guess it'll be I guess you know first of twenty twenty two whenever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CW schedules that. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. I know the, the pilot got picked up and it has gone into production and it dropped a, you know, pretty, pretty sweet poster with the uh, news of the, 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 the um, uh, series pickup. And then the other thing, obviously, you know, painkiller, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that more when we recap black lightning. But uh, the other interesting thing with the uh, CW news this week, as far as pickups and, 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 series is that they they picked up the powerpuff girls but they are having them reshoot the pilot (laughs) (laughs) so game of thrones that pilot had to get reshot very yeah 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 star trek is another one so i mean it's not unprecedented but i just found it very funny because they just leaned in so heavy on on this this whole powerpuff thing and then they ended up like having to reshoot the pilot. So it, it, it will be interesting to see, see what they, yeah. if they could, if we ever see like the unaired pilot versus the actual one that airs, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I'd be grab, I'll grab some popcorn for that. Cause I think in either case, it's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Amazon buys MGM. Yeah, yeah, that was the big news this week with um, the, the um, Amazon spending eight point 
four billion uh, to to acquire um, the the whole films and TV shows that MGM has, and I guess there's a lot of speculation like what's going to happen now with whether or not uh, you know it will Amazon dump a lot of new features straight to their streaming platform on Prime or will it go to, to theaters? And I think the 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 big things of most things I've seen is Amazon is going to continue to like pump that content, new content to, to theaters. So, uh, but there's a lot of those possibilities there now that they have access to that, to that library. And, and I'm just hoping I get more content with, with my, my prime subscription. <laughs> um, and also, Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven the Hunter, and Sony, of course, is going to make that its own villain lead movie because they eventually want to do the Sinister Six with our yep. lovely Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yep. Um, granted, we haven't even seen Morbius yet. Yeah, what's that? Is that did it get pushed back to twenty twenty two? Like I was tracking Morbius release date. No. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I thought they were supposed to come out this summer, and then it got pushed to the fall, and then I think I want to say it got pushed back again. But I, I'll I'll, ha- I'll have to I'll have to Google that while we're like while we're like recording here. I'm just I'm just curious now. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I remember liking the trailer and being intrigued by it, but that was so pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was... Um. Will reprise her role as Okeo in the Black Panther spinoff. She's the one who hooked up with Bucky. No, 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 that was, uh, that was, no, that was not, no, that was her, the the other Dora Milaje. Yeah. Yeah. Okoye was the the, the first, the the captain of the Dora Milaje. Yes. Who's the one who hooked up with Bucky? That was, um, Oh gosh, uh, Aho, um, Aho, Aho, yeah, yeah, because I recognize the actress name because she was on The Walking Dead, right? And I yep. saw the character name, and for some reason, I was thinking that was the same name as yeah. We know where my mind went. Okay, all things <laughs> lead back to that fan fiction. Yes. Um, in other <laughs> MCU news, Christopher McDonald is cast in Secret Invasion. Again, guys, we need to work on the titles because this is no secret anymore. Um, yeah. As the new character that may cross over into the MCU movies and TV shows. And, <clears throat> you know, some would say, well, more characters, more problems. The MCU, more characters, more entertainment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just made that myself. Um, and last but not least, <laughs> the Flash <laughs> plans to have some mini crossovers in the first five episodes of season eight, which makes leads me to my first question for tonight. Yeah. Did we just watch the season finale of The Flash, or are there more episodes? <laughs> There are more episodes. So this is the end. Remember, so the new showrunner Eric Wallace is breaking up the season, the season into short graphic novels. Now the concept. So we just saw the end of Seven A. Okay. For, okay. For the graphic right. novel, yeah. I yeah. honestly 
spent the last two weeks watching The Flash. A, very confused. Mm-hmm. B, very bored. Yeah. C, really don't understand how I can keep watching this show and still not really understand any of the plot points. Yeah. There was no plot point in the in the Force Wars, other than it's the power of love. I mean, we're going to talk it all out, and we will... Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, yeah. I mean... The, the biggest takeaway from the last few weeks of, of this show is burying out and, and, and Iris finally, like, had sex. I mean, that's basically it. That was so creepy. That was so creepy. I'm glad they didn't show it. Uh, but, I mean, well, and I guess, you know, I, I guess the whole, I think the whole theme, even though it was very forced and very convoluted over the last couple weeks uh, with the whole, well, with the whole force wars and this whole family thing, it was it was was you know which was very very forced, very convoluted, uh, not really. You know, it, it they, they they used basically they used these MacGuffins as, of the of the various forces to like you know create this narrative to, to basically get us into the place that you know that Barry and Iris are finally going to start have going to have a family. Uh, of their own, with human kids, not not ones that are created in in some way that they really never fully under, explained, and 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 so you know, so these four, you know, the four individuals that they you know created, air quotes, uh, in the Force Wars, and you know, there's no, I never, there's no stakes or emotional attachment to these people or anything like it, and. And so that's why I think the whole the whole family analogy like failed, right? In 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 this in in this in this seven a, yeah. Because you know because they they didn't give us any re- you know they didn't really give us any real good backstory as far as you know other than the usual techno babble that they always spew as far as how these people got these powers. And and it, and then you know Joe throws out this you know crazy analogy like you know you don't you know even if your kids do bad things we still love them kind of deal right and and then and then it's crazy pep talk this 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 last week which again this is like falls flat now they, you know they just didn't really give a narrative reason why we should care about these people and and they never gave a even in their flashy science way, they never really explained how these forces really came into being other than when they, you know, whenever they created that artificial speed force to get Barry, his powers back, um, somehow it like led to the creation of these forces. I mean, it, it was, it, it, it was just a, it was just, it was just a Royal mess. I mean, this just put it, just, I'm just going to say it. it. It was a mess. I, Glad they're done with this part of this of the show. I I, I hope that Seven B is much better because you know because they're, they're they're losing they're losing a fan here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna admit it. They're losing a fan. Yeah. No, I it breaks my heart when Will has to um, shit talk the Flash, even though it also makes me want to just say I told you so. <laughs> but no i i mean i'm i've been a fan of this show too not to will's extent but i i have really love and i still we always say 
and go back to this, the first season of Flash is a perfect season of television. So yeah. it's it's really hard. But to kind yeah, of but, um, move over, because we, we always yeah. talk Flash, and we don't really have anything yeah. new to say so much. Well, I, will, um, I, do have one, I do have one last thing to say about it, it before, before we go. And, and the thing that I'm, I'm hopeful, and I, and I don't know if we're going to, you know, that part of the five episode arc that they're planning on starting off season eight is uh, even though they're not true crossovers, they are going to be, I guess, little mini crossovers. Things that we saw like with flash and arrow early on in the Arrowverse. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And, and so, you know, obviously, you know, so one of the things that um, uh, could happen and I'm, I'm hopeful that will happen uh, is we'll see for, we'll see black lightning. Uh, show up again mm-hmm. in Central City because I mean because you know Barry and 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 Jeff did have did have a bond and yeah you know, I think you know Grant and and Cress really played well off each other and and the crisis that's one of the highlights of the crisis uh, on Infinite Earths uh, crossover so uh, so I'm hoping we'll see that maybe if scheduling works Melissa will show up again as Supergirl and you know and I and I think they'll probably integrate the other like Bat Batwoman and and some other people as one-offs in those little mini crossovers uh, at yeah. the start of season eight. They still have plenty of toys to play with, you know, even yeah. with shows ending and whatnot. And um, the, the newest show is uh, Superman and Lois. They're just going on all cylinders right now. Yeah. Um, the only kind of broken one continues to be Jordan for me. Mm. Um, just because I don't think that actor I looks wise like these two act these two boys look like yeah they're fraternal twins. But yeah. um the 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 level of acting like when Jonathan says something that kid really is a great kid actor. Um mm. I I have problems with some of the line deliveries by Jordan. I really do. Mm. Um, it mm. just feels so melodramatic and like, oh, I'm emo. I'm emo. Yeah. I just yeah. watched the, the Lego movie and saw what Batman was doing, and that's how I'm going to portray. But um, let's let's talk about the real star of the show. Let's let's talk about Mr. John Henry Irons, not to be yeah. confused with Captain Luther. Um, I am so looking forward to fleshing out this character more. Mm-hmm. We we knew from the, from very early on it was he was going to be interesting, um, but the way that they explain or tiptoed around and then kind of is like no no no, no. this isn't Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, and um. And just that scene of like, you're not the man of steel I am. I was like, this is pretty badass. Uh, yeah. And they ruined it when he got hit with a car. Which is so <laughs> real. But um, but no, I this was a really good episode. I like what they're where they're going with things. Um, I I really like this alternative timeline. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I'm there with you. Um, you know, I this reveal uh, of um, Captain Luthor, actually not Captain Luthor, but John Henry Irons, and you know, and of course, 
Uh, I, you know, I like the way this show is using all the elements of the Superman mythos, you know, because, you know, because Steel was a character who uh, came about, uh, you know, after the death of Superman um, comic back in the 90s. And you had to, you had the four different incarnations of, of Superman uh, come back before Kal-El you know, was, re- was reborn after after you know, being killed by Doomsday. And 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 the way that they used you know used that and it, and it, and it made it their own like with turning you know, uh, Nat who is who's John Henry's niece in the comic but mm-hmm. in, in, in the series here uh, making her his daughter with with Lois and mm-hmm. and 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 to to really amplify the emotional stakes of why and the motivations for why he he came to 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 earth prime to uh to stop kal-el after seeing what happened on his earth uh this really adds such a just such such a deeper level and 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 the you know as he was playing someone else to to find out more what was going on in smallville as far as far as you know was what was going on with edge corp and and his relationship with Lois, and then we find out that on his earth he and Lois were, were married, and uh, he, you know it just hits all the hits all the right beats story wise without without a necessary melodrama that we see in other other shows. And I think Todd Highbring, who's the uh, showrunner for this show, definitely learned some lessons from his time on the Flash, and it, you know being an EP of that, and 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 it has definitely did some good course corrections as far as how to tell a good story without the unnecessary CW melodrama. I mean, this show could easily, easily like should it should easily it could easily transition over to HBO Max and and not miss a beat and, and be just as enjoyable. And, I, and that's why I watch the extended cuts because I mean I feel like I'm watching an HBO Max level type of show. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jordan says something, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I, I hear what you, I, I get what you're saying about Jordan, but I, you know, but I think, you know, it's, you know, I think back to the movie Man is Still, and mm-hmm. and whenever Clark was learning how to use his powers, and you know, the sensory o- overload of the hearing and stuff. So I was wondering where they were going to go with that because of the, right. you know, the week prior, uh, you know, he got he got beat up by Tag. Who mm-hmm. blames him for giving? Yeah. Who, 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 who called, blames him for mutating him? Even though I think it has obviously it has something to do with the ex kryptonite. Because um, I guess because thinking back now that that party I guess is near the was near the mines. Yeah, it's definitely ex kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. So that um, you know, so you know, so all of that was going on last week's episode, and then going back to Metropolis and playing the football game and. And and it could be just that we we have are more familiar with the other actor because Mm -hmm. he was on big um, not big little lies little fire yeah (laughs) (laughs) very similar names Um, but but I just yeah I felt like this week in particular. Yeah. John had more of the like teenage angst going on, but yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't feel as 
much of like, okay, so this is a part where I get up and get myself something to drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Jordan. Yeah. 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 And and I guess that I'm just also tired of Jordan doing this. Being a, like they need to, I need to see a different side of Jordan. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at, because right now he's a kid with powers who doesn't know how to control them. I've never seen that before. Oh wait, I have seen that before many times. Yeah, and um, I I think he defaults into playing victim way too much. Like he yeah. needs there needs to be some accountability there. Yeah, I I get that point. Yeah, I, I, and and hopefully they will break that now given that you know he is starting to to understand how to use his powers mm-hmm. uh you know first you know because first the, the first thing we saw was the you know the indestructibility the second thing was the enhanced speed uh, strength and speed now we had the sensory aspects of it and of course the um the heat vision um which I thought was pretty cool last week with how Clark just like took the full blast into his hands while he was on the land on the field there. Um, so, you know, but, I, you know, but to your point about little fires everywhere, uh, you know, and, 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 and Jonathan, uh, the act thinking about that series and love triangles and stuff and, and, and how they dealt with that in this show this week with, uh, Jonathan and Jordan and, you know, over, you know, Jordan focusing on, um, Lana's daughter to 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 sort of you know get get control of his you know his powers and and I'm glad you know and and every week you think they're going you know there there are things that happen like you know obviously Jonathan reaching out to break you know to break up the fight and and Jordan ends up breaking his hand um I think those things could easily they can they could easily fall into bad tropes but i think the deft way the show is handling those things with the with the, the way the brothers um communicate with one another and and also you know, seeing how superman how clark handles handles it as a father uh helps it from becoming that you know the sitcom family trope tropey kind of resolution that all things are are good um you know as as the series moves forward because um you know know, there are consequences as as you said and i think jordan is is going to have to start learning how to deal with the consequences of things that he's done yeah um i i also it's it's kind of interesting i um i'm surprised by how much Lois is really is almost the lead of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than even even um, Clark. Just just because, and they're making it a big point. Like, and we've talked about this before. Like, Edge is her villain. Yeah, and um, she brings Clark into that um periodically but it's a lot of times it's her and then she and yes we we know the classic saying like she's just a damsel in distress but she she's um and maybe that's why i really like 
uh, John Henry, Henry Irons character so much is because they were able to utilize him to also help save her and ha- help her investigate Edge. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't have to rely on Clark. Meanwhile, Clark is more focused on how does he be a dad yeah. And how does he also now be a dad to one son with powers and one son without powers? And um, we last week's episode, we sort of got the building of like that jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what really what I what I'm interested in seeing happen with the boys is that that desire for love from their father. Yet one of them pretty much is like like you're you're like with me like like you're we have these abilities and then the envy that that comes from from each other like the sibling rivalry um i think will be interesting more so than the clear love triangle that they're building no i don't think there's gonna be a love triangle I, i i i i think i remember in a promo the yeah. writer even mentioned this love triangle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Will. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. Yeah, you're right. If there, if some, one of the writers did, then I, I stand corrected. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping it don't go there. I, I really don't. But you know, but th- while you're describing Clark uh, and learning how to be the, the father of of someone one who has powers one who doesn't and and how he navigates that um you know that i think that is uh, uh, that's one of the strengths of this show but also i'm thinking back i don't know if it was last week's episode or maybe one of the earlier five with with lois and you know talking with with jonathan especially whenever he was so um you know still upset so upset still with losing being the football hero in Metropolis. And then, you know, they come to Smallville and he's relegated to the, to the bench. And then all of a sudden Jordan, because of his powers, uh, now is like on the team and it's like the coach loves him because of what he can do. And, you know, there, you're right. There, there are some, there is going to be a point in the series where, Jonathan is is not going to you know, it's not going to be covering for him, and we saw that some in this episode. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever he was talking to to, to Lana's daughter, it was just like, yeah, you know, he she, yeah, he I beat him up. You know, he told him everything. I mean, basically, he said everything, but that he has superpowers. Yeah, it's uh, so, so maybe that's how they'll maybe that's how they'll address it more so than it becoming a, a jealousy thing. Maybe. Um, which, which is also good because uh, they, they made it a clear decision to early on bring the boys in to mm-hmm. the secret. Um, and now they're expanding the secrets, you know, yeah. with everything else that's going on, which was an interesting revelation of like, We've brought them in, but they still don't really understand everything mom and dad do. do right. And all of the danger. Yep. So, and and you know one of them is going to slip. Like, they're going to tell somebody. They're going to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's season two. <laughs> that's season two. That's season two. That's so season two. Um, but yeah, this show is, it's coming back strong. I mean, the competition is light these days, 
but um it's um it's all it's all good and yeah. and so on that note will why don't you talk us talk to us about the series finale of black lightning yeah, so we had the series finale this week, um, you know, and so um, I, you know, they 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 really rushed this one. I, I as I was watching the finale, I mean, it, there there were a lot of parts, and I, I was worried about this as as the season started winding down, and I realized how many episodes they actually had left. Like, there's a lot that they have to like wrap up, um, and and so. Um, so overall, you know, it's you know, series finales are always hard to stick the landing, um, and and I and I feel that um, while they they did provide resolution to all the major story points in the series, um, I just felt that between this from production aspect and presentation aspect, I felt it was very rushed. There was just some funky, funky ass edits all throughout the show. So any momentum that got built up was like immediately cut to it because of commercial break. <laughs> and so, you know, so from from that standpoint, it, the, the finale was it, it was disappointing in that standpoint, uh, uh, just to be honest, mm-hmm. um, um, because I just felt like they just didn't. I, I just felt like the CW was just like, and even it just seemed like everybody was just like, let's just get this done and just, you know, be, be done with it. it that, that was the kind of vibe that, that would like I said with the edits and, and everything. It just, yeah. And, and the pacing, um, how it felt. Um, but as far as the story, I mean, itself, you know, we, 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 you know, at the end of the penultimate episode, Jefferson and Tobias have a showdown and Jefferson's, childhood home that Tobias was was well, had had balled up all this land to, to develop and 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 then because of the dampening field Jordan Jefferson didn't have any of his power so of course Tobias you know easily handled him and and, and we you know thought he was dead and and he actually calls Jennifer or JJ uh, to say hey here's your dad and and so we start this this week's episode uh, looking for Jeff. Jeff's buried, actually buried alive. Uh, we find out, and um, and so you know, so Jefferson starts reminiscing about various things, and and um, he actually ends up regaining his powers from the Prometheum that was in the soil uh, that was created when Jennifer, I guess, in the previous season when they were fighting the uh, Macovians. Um, uh, activated the, the 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 Promethean, which is actually a real, a real element. So he was able to draw on that. And again, it was sort of like, all right, this is a new ability that's just coming out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's that's what I'm talking about. What was kind of like weird. And then of course the you know China and McLean did return for the for the series finale, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so she and JJ have a showdown. Uh, apparent turns out JJ was. Uh, was a creature in the ionosphere who, who was happy to, to feed Jennifer Pierce powers. But, um, but of course, it obviously that was evil. So, um, so they have a big fight and, you know, again, it was very rushed and, 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 and very, 
Yeah, well, this is very rushed, and it, it just it, again, it's just like, well, you know, again, it would have been good if they had another episode or two that really fleshed right. that out. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know, they had, you know, of course, you know, finale Jefferson and 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 and, and Tobias do have their one big showdown again, and and um, Tobias's place, and you know, they break Lala out of the uh, hunt, the carbonite that he was placed in a few episodes back by Ishmael. Um, and uh, in the process, uh, Jefferson, you know, Tobias gets knocked out the window and gets impaled, and then he reverts back to his old old self and, you know, dies and stuff. And uh, then we have the family reunion, you know, the family comes together, Grace and, and, and uh, Anissa finally have their wedding. And, um, and it was a very interesting shot because, you know, I've been hearing like this, listen to other shows and, and people talking about, you know, China's leaving and something happened on set apparently that, that led her to leave the show. And sure. yeah. And some, you know, I've, I don't know. There's some things that she maybe didn't get along with Cress or, or, or I don't know what it is. So if any fans are listening, have any scoop on that? I know, um, I know Cress was on blurs in the hood this week with, um, Jay Washington and, and, and Winston A. Marshall. And they didn't talk about that, but I mean, I know Jay had mentioned it a few times on Blurs in the Hood that there's stuff going on behind the scenes on the show that he can't get into because he's friends with a lot of people on the cast and stuff. But I've seen it on some message boards that, you know, Jeff, that Cress and, and China don't get along. So, yeah. So, and, and, it, and it kind of played out, you know, and after seeing, reading about that, hearing about that, and then watching the final scene and just how people were like kind of blocked in the scene and how it kind of played out. And you can kind of see that because <laughs> they didn't have, they didn't have a scene with Jeff and, and, and Jennifer reuniting after finding out that JJ indeed was bad, who was Jeff actually earlier, earlier on in the season when JJ first appeared, he actually didn't think it was, he didn't believe it was Jennifer. Uh, he already had a bad feeling about it. So you would think that because they had this great, you know, rev- revelation that you know jennifer really this is our real jennifer back they would have you know one-on-one kind of scene together that they didn't so <laughs> uh yeah so maybe it gives some credence to some of the things i've heard people talk about online but uh yeah and then and then the the finale the final actually the final scene before they cut fade to black is actually lala in in um tobias's condo which I thought was a weird way to end a series. You would think, you know, that would probably would have been better. You know, you you you'd think you would end the the show with, you know, with the hero's family and and how Jeff was like, yeah, I'm passing the torch to 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 to, to you know, Wild and Thunder and Lightning and TC. Uh, but no, they they end the series with 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 Lala, which I guess you know, I guess they were really feeling strong that Painkiller was going to get picked up. Uh, but obviously, you know, we learned earlier, we learned Monday before the finale even aired that uh, CW decided to pass uh, on, on the painkiller palette. And, and painkiller also, uh, you know, I guess the, the build for hit that, that show, assuming it, it did get picked up, uh, the, the kill code that he had to kill the Pierces was deactivated by TC. So, you know, you know, so they were doing a lot of setup for painkiller uh, beyond the, the backdoor palette earlier in the season. Uh, but you know, overall, you know, this was an amazing series. Clearly, 
finales are always hard to, to land. But, you know, I, I think it, it, when you think about the legacy that it's left, because, you know, it actually premiered before Black Panther as far as the film. And, you know, I think it was a contemporary of like Luke Cage as well on, on Netflix. So, you know, it was really the start of superheroes of color uh, you know, being leads and, can, and, can, and, and able to lead a show or a film you know, successfully for, for, for some time. So, you know, so, you know, so, so, you know, when we look back, you know, it'll be like time of like when the Arrowverse started to grow up a little bit too, because it was more grounded that we're seeing like with Superman and Lois and, and even, and also in a genre too, with like Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, yeah. you know, you can, you can tell grounded stories in a superhero context. So I think, you know, it definitely has some legacy uh, building from, from, from that, that standpoint. Yeah. Speaking about um, grounded content, I, I went all in on um, Mar of Easton on mm-hmm. HBO. Maybe I need to check that out. Yeah. That show is like true detective. Huh. <laughs> wow. Um it's I I guess it's it, it it just it surprised me um with where they where they went and and I was and I was really surprised that last week's episode wasn't the finale. Um but we're getting in the finale this week and and okay. the way and we've talked about this recently with uh Jupiter's Legacy like when you have a good mystery mm-hmm. that continues to evolve and if you play it right it, it really makes you just want to watch like more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched that. And then surprisingly, I, um, I um, pretty much am caught up on a handmaid's tale. Oh, okay. How is that? Give, I mean, I know a lot of people are kind of down on that series now. Give Elizabeth Moss another freaking Emmy. She had a scene last night, the scare, and it's not, Oh my god, I have never seen an actress change her voice in such a way where she sounded like a demon and she mm-hmm. was yelling at this character and it just was oh my god, give this woman an Oscar. And um I've wa- I've watched the last few, 3 or 4 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um this show is one of the few shows where I I do tend to tear up with some mm-hmm. of the stuff they go through and mm-hmm. some of the stuff. And and I'll, I'll always remember the previous season finale when you see the kids on the airplane that get out of Gilead and then one of the fathers fa- is reunited and then another father realizes his kid isn't on there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it's this mixture of joy because some of the kids got out, but not mm-hmm. my kid. And what does that mean? And I don't know. They, they just, oh, I forget. I always, I always do this with this show. Like I can't watch everything because it just, it's pretty much a horror film. Yeah. But at the same time that there, they, there's, there's this weird humanity and they play into all of this things about, parenthood marriage love sex um gender roles i just i don't know it gets to me but yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. i I can see why people are a bit down but i also last night's episode i was just like oh my god this show (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, whenever whenever a show hits you that way, uh, you, you know, even if you if you leave it, but when you come back, it's just like, oh yeah, this is why I remember. This is why I love this show to begin with. I mean, that's you know, it, it gets you hooked back in. Uh, that that's that's the mark of a, of a of a good series. Yeah, a way to. I mean, I think we always talk about this about like season one usually is good, but your your following seasons can't be rinse and repeat you have to play the same things you have to play the same elements but in a very refreshing new way and and i think what you also have to do is season one was good but it was all told through the single perspective Mm -hmm. and so if you change one one variable in that how how then does this world work? And then that's what this following season about. And that's what they're able to do where like the first season is all about just introducing you to Alfred and um and Gilead. And then the second season, you there there's there's um they add another layer and then the third she gets moved out of that house and then the fourth and now she's in Canada. And so it's her, like, after seven years of being in this place, now she's in Canada, and so you're you're recognizing more of the PTSD and all of this mm. other stuff that's happening. And and uh, and sadly enough, her daughter is still in Gilead. And what does that mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So wow. Wow. anyway, wow. spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> think that's it for us tonight will why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you yes you can find me at will m polk that's w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k and you can find me at sj belmont s-j-b-l-m-o-n-t please follow our crew on twitter at scene and nerd friend us on facebook follow us on instagram but most importantly rate follow and comment on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube google podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts good night geek out you're welcome 